This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Hey, it's Seamus from Newhoff Media Lafayette, and this is Inside Our Towns, the podcast about the people and places that make our communities great. Season 1, Episode 8 is brought to you by Iconic Lafayette. If it flies or drive, we are on it. And we're talking with Mary Ellis, the Executive Director of the Builders Association of Greater Lafayette. For future reference, I'm just going to call it BAGEL because it's just the best acronym ever. But it is the the Builders Association of Greater Lafayette. And uh, first off, Mary, thanks for coming in and talking with us. Uh, We've been working together. This is Pray to Homes Month. So a lot of people are going to hear this after the Pray to Homes. But this is a big month for you guys with the Pray to Homes. Um, So why don't you first tell us what BAGEL is all about as in the organization what okay. is bagel okay well as you said our acronym is bagel and we're we're better known for that yep. um, we are a professional trade association we support and promote home ownership our members are made up of home builders developers uh, building supplies trade contractors um, land surveyors, architects, engineers. Uh, we have related services such as title companies and banks. So anybody that's involved in uh, the plan it, build it, and finish it. Uh, I like that model uh, <laughs> that we use for um, just building our community. We just want to make sure that we're part of the conversation with the future plans for where developments are. We discovered earlier that you know we have about two years of lot availability left so it needs to be so what does that mean to someone that doesn't understand what two years of lot availability Well, infrastructure so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of planning that goes into development you have to have the person have the ability to financially support and know what they're doing when they are doing development Uh, 25 percent of the cost of a home is development it's regulatory cost right so there has to be um the infrastructure has to be laid out far in advance and so this the roads and the streets the sewers all that is is planned well in advance and and we've worked real hard in the last three years to make sure we're in the room helping uh, guide and being a resource for our area planners to um, facilitate nice community growth and uh, just smart growth when when we're doing that. And so the Builders Association, we we work uh, a lot of different facets. So one is the promotion of our members, the education of our members, and um, also just our workforce development. So we've ventured out into making sure that uh, we have future, you know, skilled trade workers to build our houses. And you need all that. We need the lots in order to even get to that part of it. So I know yes. there's a lot of conversations going on with uh, both mayors and uh, trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to build out this community? Because guess what? Lafayette and West Lafayette are not getting any smaller. Anytime soon. When you look at the yeah. jobs that are coming in and um, there, there's great jobs here. I mean, this is a great community to live mm-hmm. in. But one of the things is we need to have enough room for everyone to have a house. Yes. The uh, the county was one of maybe eight or nine that grew from you know, mm-hmm. termination by the census. And, and it's expected to, to grow in the future. And we need to make sure that the infrastructure is placed uh, and is moving in front of the growth and the potential that's that's uh, coming our way. Uh, we are on track for building the same number of homes, uh, the permits pulled uh, as 2017. And so that might be 450 homes a year. 
uh, statistically, they need to be building about a thousand yep. units. So that could be multifamily and single family housing to keep up with the projected growth for Tepkin County. So we've got some work to do. We are not slowing down anytime no, soon. No. It's going to look a lot different. I mean, hey, we have a guy that works here that there was a dirt road out front when uh-huh. he started at these radio stations. Yeah. He goes, this was the edge. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're on McCarty Lane and it's certainly not the edge yeah. anymore. So I have a, a little story for you okay. as to how the Builders Association started. Now, this is folklore. Okay? Oh, folklore. Okay, folklore. I like that. So in the 50s, I am told that guys wanted to get out for the night to play poker. Okay. So they started a group called the, the Home Builders Association of Greater Lafayette. And they told their wives they were going to a business <laughs> meeting. And from what I heard, they actually were playing poker. So that uh, we've evolved quite a bit since then. <laughs> I, heard you, I heard your meetings are pretty uh, lively still. Well, they are. And um, <laughs> uh, the, other, the other story that I would tell you, uh, just from my own personal involvement. So uh, my previous career, uh, I was a partner at an a insurance agency, and I focused on commercial uh, contractors. And so the first meeting I went to in the mid 80s, I walked in and it was a room full, probably 70 guys and two women. Okay. And one was the executive director and the other was a woman with her missing front teeth. Okay. And I grabbed her arm and I said, you're my new best friend. And then I went <laughs> and I just kept showing up after that. So before it was, it was uh, very much, uh, it was the guys and now it's about a 50, 50. Oh, wow. 50, okay. 50, uh, makeup of our membership. There's still not enough women builders out there. Um, but there is certainly, you know, a good mix for our industry and, uh, the trades are coming up with women interested in, in having a career, as an electrician, as an HVAC. So we're uh, facilitating all those things. It's always good when the lines get blurred. It does. That's how it, it should is. be. Yeah. Happy to see it. Insider Towns, the podcast. We're talking with Mary Ellis, Executive Director of the Builders Association of Greater Lafayette. I only called it that again because I wrote it down that way. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Arconic. If it flies or drives, we are on it. Uh, let's talk about Pray to Home. So okay. um, we are, a lot of people are going to be hearing this after Pray to Homes is over, but another successful Pray to Homes this year. And is that the marquee event for Bagel, or is the home show? Well, they're two different things. They are two different yeah, things. Yeah, they're the- two different things. So I would say that it is the premier event for the Builders Association because it is truly our builders that are showcasing. And I have people contact me all the time. When's the parade? I want to go see the parade. And they love to go through and see what's new and different. Um, they love to explore the subdivisions and try to fe- you know, figure out what they're going to do for their own lives. They can grab this kitchen or that sample. And, and it's, a lot of, it's a lot of couples that go through um, empty nesters that are looking to downsize, but the technology changes. And you actually, for the most part, meet with the owner of the company. You are meeting with the builder themselves when they go through the parade of homes. And uh, it is a, it's just a marquee event for us and, and one we're very proud to host uh, and get the community to participate. Oh, there's uh, a, I mean, there, it, it's an incredible thing to go and do and to see what the, the new innovations are and stuff like that. But it's also, if you're going to build a home, you have to have a lot of trust. I mean, it's, they're building your mm-hmm. home. Yeah. So being able to meet with the owner of a company, and there's a lot of great builders, mm-hmm. um, very unique builders uh, in, our, in our area. Well, one of the things that technology changes 
and uh, the energy efficiency of codes uh, mm-hmm. and the codes change. So all that technology is is uh, been formulated and implemented. They just changed the codes for the state of Indiana, effective uh, 2020. And so when that happens, a lot of education happens. And that's part of uh, one of our charges is to make sure our members are up to date on the codes, um, how to build efficiently uh, and efficient homes. And so those those new technologies will be there. We are having this year um, what we call dusty booths. So in addition to our completed homes, we will have four homes that are not completed Dusty Boots. Dusty Great boots. name. Dusty Whoever boots. came up with that is really good. <laughs> That's really smart. And so you'll be able to see the homes in progress. Okay. Um, so the majority are through the drywall stage. And I'm going to give you an example. So I'm having a home built. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you. It's It's been um, very educational for me because I don't know the first thing about building a home. But I like to tell my builder how to build a house. (laughs) You're just smart enough to be her favorite client. I don't know. They're like, oh, why did you pick us? So anyway, my home will be in the parade. And what I'm missing are some items uh, that are not in yet. And you'll be able to see the process. So I think those will be just as interesting as the completed homes. That uh, is interesting. There. Mm-hmm. If you've never built a home, it goes really fast and then it goes really, really slow. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's almost, I mean, they're going to be three months ahead of time. No, there's this little thing called electricity <laughs> and um, there's a lot of work that happens and everything has to happen in phases. You know, you can't get the, you can't put the drywall up till electricity's done. And right. It, that seems like it. And it, you know, you see all the wires and then when they cover everything up. It's like, oh, what are they doing here? But there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot to it. Well, and the thing my builder said to me was, trust the process, Mary. (laughs) It might not look like you think it should right now, but trust the process. And every day, because I'm building a half a mile from where my home is now. Oh, gosh, you're way too close. Yeah, I'm way way too too close. close. I'm annoying everybody. I'm meeting all my subcontractors. Have you been there four times in one day? Three. Three times? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not... Three. Four times they start to... They, they, yeah. Then they get really angry, but three but times it, isn't bad. But what's really exciting is when you do see it come together and you go, okay, I did make a good choice because it is, can be a little intimidating. Have you forgotten up. where you've put... In, have you walked into a room yet when they were building it and going... Okay, I totally forgot what we're doing in this room yet. No, because I... Because you've designed well, it too, probably. Yeah, it, it really goes through the plan it, the build it, and the finish it stage. So you're mm-hmm. working with the architect, you're working with your builder and the architect or the drafts person. And, you know, the thing that, that I would tell people is measure your furniture. Okay. The one thing, <laughs> one thing I learned is like measure your furniture, measure your rugs, um, just you know, really, really work on it before you ever get into it. Because once the, you know, the... Once the wall's there, they, yeah. don't, they don't move. Once as, the footers are in there. Honey. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, once the you're footers committed. are in there. So, so you're, you're either buying new furniture or... <laughs> <laughs> well, we just bought a home and uh, one of the first things we did was we did remember to measure all the furniture. So we, Oh, see, so you're smarter we showed than me. Up, no, 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 my wife is. Oh, okay. My wife is. Well, um, I've never built a home before, so... Oh, again, wow. It's, um, 
it's the uh, the process of what would you do the next time, mm-hmm. and 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 that's fine. I I love learning, and actually, I think it will facilitate what I do in understanding um, you know our members better. So. Let's talk about COVID and the impact. Okay. Supp- we talk about supply chain. Everyone's talking about yeah. supply chain. Um, you know, we had to put a roof on our um, building here, and it took uh, nine months for the membrane to show up, which is they're just there's supply mm-hmm. chain issues and everything. Mm-hmm. But what sort of supply chain issues are your builders running into right now, and how are they getting past that? Well, it's been ongoing for a while, and it was escalated by, of course, COVID and the shutdown. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have tariffs on lumber from Canada, so we've not been able to get Canadian lumber in here. So lumber was the number one topic for probably the last eight or nine months. Absolutely. And I'll share with you that at some point, you know, you'd had a 30-day quote Mm -hmm. on your lumber package and then it got down to 15 and then it got down to 10 and then it's like almost hours. Wow. Uh, We'll let, so the suppliers receiving were told what the cost would be the date it shipped. This is what your final price is. Wow. But the other thing I wanted to mention, and I, and I'm not sure a lot of people know this. So after the recession in 2008, a lot of places did not ramp up their production again. Mm-hmm. In the housing market, and really in the construction market. So whether you're talking commercial, industrial, residential, and they just were not expecting uh, the kind of growth that we've had. So the last year, what I've been told is that the lumber mills are investing millions of dollars to build uh, new facilities, state-of-the-art facilities, that um, the furniture makers are building new facilities and hiring a lot more people and training a lot more people. So everybody's pivoting and finding a way to, to get this done. Uh, windows are a bit of an issue right now. Some other, some other items, um, uh, products made of resin. So at the end of the day, it's not just lumber. So lumber is stabilizing and pricing, but other things went up and, it's all supply and demand. Mm-hmm. A lot of home remodeling went on oh, during okay. COVID. Yep. And we're happy to see all of it. I, I will tell you, is just a, a real blessing for, you know, from a business standpoint, uh, but it's keeping up. So if someone calls today and say, I want, I want to, you know, I want to put a patio in, I want to build a, 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 you know, a backyard, something or other, and they'll be going, we'll catch you in about six months. Yeah, that's why I keep telling my wife. I said we're not, we can't remodel anything. There's no one ready. (laughs) No, no, and and you know what? And and that's hard. Sure, that's hard on on the members because they certainly you know want to accommodate everyone. But uh, right now, uh, you will find that there are instances where they're saying we we can catch in about six months. All right, we're uh, doing the Insider Towns the podcast with Mary Ellis, Executive Director of Bagel. I remember that time Um, we talked about Parade of Homes. You guys have some other events throughout the year, though, that you guys also do. So tell us about some of the other events that you guys have. Well, one we have coming up in November, we host, um, it's called the C2E Expo, and that's the Construction Career and Education Expo. What I've been told is that 25% of the skilled trades will be retiring in the next 10 years. 
Wow. So, and sometimes I hear that number is much higher. Um, the schools over the past 25 years uh, went more towards college degree focus, mm-hmm. and now they're, we're seeing a reverse of that. Um, there are just excellent um, career opportunities in the construction industry, well-paying jobs, and I always tell people, I said, skill up. We all have to have our skill levels, okay? Doctors need plumbers and plumber needs doctors. Yep. And so we um, we did it. We did a program. Uh, we, we built it from the ground up, and it is uh, Build Your Future. And it's for juniors and seniors in high school. It's a one-day event. It's uh, We break it out into three components. One is called Plan It. Next one is Build It. And then finish it. So we bring in uh, companies and experts from each one of those categories. And it's a hands-on, interactive, might be virtual, might be speaker. We'll see. (laughs) Um, But we have brought in around 400 kids for that day. And it is just so much fun to see their face. They're just so excited to discover all the different careers that are available, and we let them know what it takes, what kind of schooling they need, uh, what kind of pay they can expect for this. And, you know, the one number one thing, Seamus, that I hear from all our members and employers is getting someone to show up. Yeah. To show up for work. And if they would do that and then learn their skill level, they can write their own ticket. Very well-paying jobs in the in the construction industry, and it's our job to bring that awareness and acknowledgement to them. And then when we're finished with that, we'll host a hiring event uh, for adults. So we're trying to do our part to bring a workforce uh, to the construction industry, and I'm just very proud of that one in particular. We also... And you're going to see I ramble on, okay? So you might, I don't know what you That's why we're doing a podcast and not a regular interview on the radio. (laughs) You're doing fine. It's great. The other thing that um, we've done as an organization is our community involvement stepped up big time. So we work with the Greater Lafayette Career Academy, the construction. um, It's a great organization, by the way. They do a great job there. It's so smart and it's exactly what we need to be doing. Moving forward. It is, and it has all kinds of different careers within that academy. And so when they first started, they didn't have tools and equipment. So bagel being bagel, we're like, okay, we're going to go find you some money. So what do we do? We have a fish fry. We raised $20,000 from a fish fry. Was it good? Was it good it, fish? It's always a good. It's always good fish, the bagel fish fry. And we donated $20,000. We outfitted the students with everything they needed for the tools and equipment. And then this uh, past winter, we helped them with, um, we called it a bagel build challenge. And they divided into two teams, the students, and they did a design build of two playhouses, which bagel donated uh, not bagel bagel members uh, donated the materials uh, to do these, and then we we couldn't go into the schools, so we had to zoom in. Okay, and we brought in experts from an architect to the building codes to building materials to um, the carpenter and the roofer, 
and they got to they got to visit with the kids. And when it was all said and done, uh, they built these two beautiful playhouses, and they were auctioned off. And the school got almost two thousand dollars to help uh, fund their future projects. So we're we're helping build our our future construction pros. Well, that's our, what the, these experts that come in and look, and they're probably like, "Hey, if anyone's really paying attention, by the way, give me that kid's name." <laughs> oh yes. Because, yeah. you know, it's important. I get to talk to radio people sometimes, and I hired two from the last session I did. <laughs> One because, the- hey, we're looking for workers. We're yeah. looking for people that are, are ready to take it to the next level. And, and, and college isn't for everyone, but there's a lot of things that are. And you can do both. You can be yeah. in both of them. Yeah, and, and, and I'll share with you that a lot of the contractors will help you with any education cost mm-hmm. right now. So you are not at the level of debt if you go to a four-year college. A lot of them, you can get your associate's degree. Um, Ivy Tech has some wonderful programs. They do, yeah. Yeah, they have just marvelous programs. And uh, so I think there's a bright future. Um, one of the things I like to say is that on a national basis, we can't control a whole lot of things, but we can participate on a local basis for our community to help make it a better place to live. If I can get you help you get skilled up, if we can get one person set who can then support their family, uh, buy a house, be a really good community partner, and we're going to have a better community all the way around when, when you support your local efforts and what we need to do to have a, a really nice community, a greater community than what we already have. It's a great place to live. This is Inside Our Towns, the podcast about the people and places that make our communities great. Brought to you by Arconic Lafayette. If it flies or drives, we are on it. And Mary Ellis, Executive Director of Bagel of Greater Bagel Bagel of Greater Lafayette. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know what? I didn't do my part very well, but you did really well. Tell me one thing. Okay, so you've been uh, the direct, executive director for five years now. Is that correct? Starting my fifth year. Starting your fifth mm-hmm. year. What's one thing that you haven't got done yet that you want to do? Because I know that you're not just about hey. Let's just keep doing the same stuff and hope it goes well, because I know that's not how you operate. So is there one thing that you want to, either that you maybe you started and want to continue with, or is there one thing out there you're like, we really want to get involved in this at some point? Well, we are the Builders Association of Greater Lafayette. So we are, we encompass the the donut counties around us. And I would love to see uh, more interaction with the builders in the trade contractors in our surrounding counties. So I've got a couple more years to do this. Uh, I'll see if we can expand out. I think we had a lot of work to do for Tippecanoe County to get it built to where it was. So pretty proud of that. And I'm going to brag for a minute because I tell you the thing I admire so much is the volunteerism of our members to make sure these things work, okay? Because everybody chooses how their 24 hours is spent. Sure. And I, I'm i just so blessed because I have really true leaders within this organization who are working Sunday night at 11 o'clock to finish up what we need for our construction expo, the parade of homes, everybody's allocating dollars and they believe in the cause. They believe in, you know, the perpetuation of uh, finding uh, the employers or employees that they need for the future. And that that's a, that's a big part of what I find is 
And one of the things I truly enjoy is is helping to develop that leadership and the next person who's going to lead. I just get people in the room. Yeah, that's what I tell them. I said, I'm just a salesperson. (laughs) Okay. That's what I do. I talk for a living and uh, I just get people in the room and they take it from there. So I love helping to develop develop the leadership skills uh, of our members. And uh, we have some really, the families, these are family owned businesses in Lafayette and in the county. And they've been around for a long time, entrepreneurial. They're putting a lot of dollars and hours and sweating tears into a business. The decision they make, some are employing 30, 40, 100 family, you know, people. Sure. That's a lot of families to be responsible for. And they're just, they're always thinking, how is this going to impact my employees when they are making decisions going forward? And so... I remember sitting with you a couple of months ago talking about the Parade of Homes as we we're getting into the planning sure, stages. Yeah. And I said, I had no idea what Bagel actually does. And now we do. So I appreciate you very much. Thank you for coming in. You're and uh, thanks for being on the podcast today. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.